0: Hey guys, so today I want to talk to you about a film quote that I read recently that comes from the film Pretty Woman Um, and it's, you don't, um, there are no penthouses on the ground floor Um, and that kind of resonated with me because I thought about it immediately in the sense of your minimum viable product, your pilot, your very first test of your tech solution, whatever it might be. Because as entrepreneurs, we tend to get focused on the vision, on the very big thing that we're trying to create. And it can be very difficult to kind of bring that back into something that's doable today. Because when I was talking myself out of a lot of things um, and people that I've spoken to and friends and clients and all of that have kind of shown the same tendency to not want to start something until you're ready to have the penthouse. So doing all this stuff on, um, in the back streets, in the backstage, behind the scenes, hoping that all of the things that you're testing in your own head and building with you in mind is actually going to be worthwhile to your customer when you finally are ready to release it with all the bells and whistles. But you can't do it like that because... If you do do it like that, the risk you're allowing yourself to fall into is extremely high because the likelihood is that you spent a lot of time and a lot of money creating something that isn't actually what people want from you. For instance, I've been talking to a lot of uh, developers recently who do have that really strong mindset of I want to build a thing. And the second thought is what is my customer base going to want? What do they actually want it to look like? What do they actually want it to feel like? Um, What do they want it to do? Not necessarily in the uh, make it faster, make it more streamlined, make it easier to access buttons, but in a what do they actually want it to taste like? Like what feeling do they want it to give them? Um, And not using kind of assumptions around... uh, large companies like Spotify. Spotify wasn't built in a day. Shazam started as a dial-up system so you would have to phone a company and that company would then play the recording of whatever it is that you'd recorded and then they would use some kind of really antiquated automation system to then match your song. So it wasn't just like hold up your phone to a speaker that it is nowadays. It was something very very manual compared to what we see now. So what I want you to do with everything that you're building is look at what the very first starting point you could do is. What is the manual proposition? If you want to start um, uh, an automated accounting system, for instance, how are you aut- automating your accounting system that you provide that your your clients? in your manual phase. So if you were going to build software, how do you replicate the function of that software in a manual setting? Because that's going to help you test whether or not you want to include it in the software. I don't know if this is making sense to you. I hope that it is. But I do want you to really think about that idea that there are no penthouses on the ground floor. You have to work your way up to a penthouse. You have to... um walk your way up as well. It's it's a slog, it's a struggle to get there and you have to just kind of keep going. And in this in this building there are no elevators. There is no magic button that's going to get you there quickly. So get used to the ground floor, figure out everything that you need to figure out here, test as much as you can test here and then move up to the next floor. I've actually recently been thinking about adaptability. Um Because I'm very introspective. That's one of the things that I like so much about doing this podcast is that I get uh, the opportunity to kind of tell you guys what I've learned over the years um, because I have been doing this for 10 years now or actually over 10 years now. So one of the things that I've learned and kind of accepted more recently is that I have a false sense of what adaptability truly means because I used to think that being adaptable meant being able to survive in any situation. Um, but I think it's more than that. Adaptability is being able to make the most of every situation. So previously what I would do was in a new situation that I was hoping was going to be temporary, I would keep myself to myself and I just kind of work on what I need to work on and then move on and hope for the best. Um, like, an open door within a few months, a few weeks, a few... whatever it might be. But I'm starting to understand that true adaptability is making the absolute most and milking all of the lessons out of your current situation. So whatever situation you're in now, whether you can't afford a developer, you can't afford an office space, you can't afford an um some kind of consultant or a coach like myself find as much, uh, find as many resources as you can exactly where you are and work with what you've got. Like, really work on it. Don't just kind of say, oh, I'm going to leave this until I'm able to pay for it or I'm able to create the version that I want or I'm able to kind of do something. Don't kind of live a minimized life of surviving instead of thriving in the position that you're in. Um, and that's something that I've been learning recently in the sense of being able to kind of be more active in what I think are going to be temporary spaces. Um, I think I, I'm one of the things I'm going to talk about soon is uh, making permanent residence and temporary spaces. So I think I'll talk about that in the next podcast so it follows on nicely. But um, yeah. Make the most of your temporary spaces, your temporary opportunities and your temporary logistical challenges or whatever they may be. Uh, And just learn as much as you can from them, because those lessons are going to do you well in the future. I hope you've enjoyed this. I hope this has helped. Uh, By the way, I do offer financial aid uh, when it comes to the coaching service. I'm not a monster. So if you can't afford to work with me, you can go on the website, doitnownow.com forward slash coaching and there is a financial aid option and it's really prioritizing people that are unemployed, single parents, um, going through a financial crisis of some sort and things like that. So, or a student. So it is, I do really want to help the community and, uh, and support people. And, um, there was going to be something else I mentioned in that breath, but I think I've, it's just kind of left my mind. So, uh, I'll probably mention it tomorrow then have a good day and I hope this helped bye oh actually it was this a couple of you do send me little like articles and things which I really appreciate um but what would be great is if you have a specific question um because I do make notes on what I want to talk about uh, but if you have a specific question, just so that I know that these are more tailored to you rather than uh, exactly what I want to listen to all the time. So, if you have a specific question, just email me directly b a y o bayo b a y o at doitnownow dot com and just send me an article, send me a question, and um, you can let me know if you don't want me to shout you out. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you want that or not, but uh, just kind of let me know specifically if you do want a shout out, actually, so you can opt in to a shout out and um, it would be useful to just kind of get some direction from you guys as well so that you are being fed by this. Um, Okay, enjoy the rest of your day. I have a whole full day stacked with meetings and it's going to be fun. Bye.